It's one of those movies where, like, it's like Nickelback. You don't want to say you like it, but you're like, I like it. Oh, my God. I will never know. I think you should shack up whenever you want. Oh, my God. (laughs) You bastards. Why are you doing this? Why? (laughs) You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of You Can't Hide, the number one horror movie recap podcast this side of Haddonfield. I'm your host, Evil Al, joined by my lovely co-host, Cam Counselor Ben, and Calamity Cat. How are y'all doing today? Good. Not too bad. Just set up my Christmas tree. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. My, you set up our Christmas tree. At the, we're at the Airbnb. For those who, who didn't tune in last week, we are currently uh, having a little podcasting retreat. We are staying at a nice... You know, the humble $12,000 a night Airbnb in the mountains, uh, courtesy of our sound engineer producer, Final Girl Bree. How are you also doing, Final Girl Bree? I'm great. I'm just helping Camp Counselor Ben set up the tree. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting theme y'all have for this year. I've never seen that, that uh, style before. Yeah, it's black and plastic. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's like a wicker man, but a tree. But the Nicolas Cage version, I think, is... Is that the yeah. top? <laughs> We're gonna set fire to it okay. immediately. <laughs> it's like a Melania Trump reference, like immediately. <laughs> Melania Trump. We're not gonna put fully. We're just gonna throw it in a pile and burn it <laughs> with Nicolas Cage on top. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a Nicolas Cage fan. <laughs> you know, like Con Air. I, I am a fan, and I can't watch. <laughs> No. He was good in the family, man, but that was about it. Yeah. We're going to decorate it with Nicolas Cage DVDs and then just <laughs> no, burn I'm it. I'm really his biggest fan, so I have all the DVDs for you. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Hope you don't mind the burning ritual at the end. <laughs> no, honestly, I think that's that's an effigy, right? Like, I think it's I think it's good. He would like it. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> yeah. Nicolas Cage died so Christ could be born. And that's canon. I think that's how it happens. Meaning Jim Caviezel uh, from The Passion of the Christ. I forgot he was in that. What did you? What else do you know him as? Even <laughs> anything else? <laughs> no, that show I don't with the guy from Lost. I forgot he was in that. I don't know from anything else, but I forgot he was in that. <laughs> he did good. He did. He did good. Uh, I, okay, Calamity Cat. I have bad news. Um, famously, you are the pumpkin spice lady, and I, I was I was in the uh, the Keurig vending machine, which is complimentary, of course. And there's no more pumpkin spice lattes in there, so um, it would take a Christmas miracle for us to be able to keep our streak going of twelve thousand and fifty five days in a row with the PSLs. <laughs> We're all snowed in. There's no way to get to the store. Oh, yeah, I'm very sorry. You'll have to switch to chai. Sorry Wait. about that. I'm very well, basic. <laughs> Camp Counselor Ben, do you have my PSL? I'm getting a little cranky. It's uh, 3.30 in the morning. I've already been awake for five or six hours. I need my morning coffee. Do you have any? Do you have it ready yet? Uh, no, I was not able to find any. But I went out Wait, for what? Like my... I mean, what? I just wasn't able to find any. There's none, there's none here. Isn't but... there a Costco nearby? We, we have to have it. Me and, me and the Pumpkin Spice Lady Calamity Cat have to have our PSLs. All right. Well, there's no PSL, so I do apologize. But... I did find this like package outside, nicely wrapped. 
What's in the Christmas-y, box? Christmassy. And uh, it had an S's on it. What's in the I box? I opened it and it was some nog. Is nog? Is nog? Okay? Is yeah, it pumpkin? Like sp- is it uh, PSN? Pumpkin spice and hug? Uh, well, my definition eggnog has pumpkin spice in it. Does it really? Well, there you go. Wow. That'll do. Nutmeg and some cinnamon. And it Wait, did you? Did you order it or why is it here? I'm a little confused. Did you know? Oh, you're so considerate. You saw we were running out of PSL and you ordered some PSN? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what happened. Um, no, it was a gift. He said it was a gift. It's from yeah. S. Oh. Yeah, it was X? from S. Who is S? S? Santa? Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's, a pod- maybe he's a fan <laughs> of the podcast or Satan. <laughs> I, I would take either, Satan? actually. Yeah, Satan or Santa, whatever. I hope it's yeah. not Satan. <laughs> Our biggest fan. <laughs> I would take either as a fan. I don't know, you guys. I'm not going to drink any of the strange porch snog. I, I don't know about, I mean, I know me and the pumpkin spice lady need our PSL. So we, we got, yeah. I mean, you know, at this point I'm going to have to mainline it. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm shaking. This basic yeah. needs it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I basically need South, it right now. So porch snog sounds good. <laughs> you guys can have my share of porch snog. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Ah, I feel so much better. All right, well, should we get into the movie? All right, this week we are covering At Our Retreat. Uh, We have a treat for the listeners. We have another holiday film. Um, This week we have Krampus, the 2015 movie directed by Michael uh, Daughtry or whatever his name is. Uh, House on Haunted Hill Man. Uh, I've seen this plenty of times. It's a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I watch it every year, at least once during christmas i usually watch it right after halloween and then sometime around december how about y'all i watch it pretty much year round it's a good movie yeah i really like this movie and i've i've seen it a few times but i hadn't seen it in a while so it was good to watch it again and it reminded me of the time that i i think final girl brie you went to where we went to a haunted house yes with Krampus. A christmas a christmas haunted house yes. with Krampus, our friend krampus yes we had a photo op with him yeah, it was You're very f- cool. Wow. You, you, had a, you had to take a selfie with Krampus? Yes, we did. Yeah. And Tony Collette and Adam Scott. and <laughs> love um, Tony Collette. Unfortunately, they had other obligations, but Krampus <laughs> was free. Oh, that's Wait, good. Wait, there was no A-list people in the movie I watched, the Krampus what? I watched. Well, what are you and talking about? a terrible movie, and I will never watch I mean, it again. I'm not a huge fan of Community, but Adam Scott's pretty popular, you know? He's at least an A minus. Community. Yeah. Community. yeah. I've, met, I've met Adam yeah. Scott and also have had a photo op with him. And he was oh, in this movie. Yeah. Oh. At the party down reunion. Yes. Party down. Oh, okay. He's very nice. Yeah. Well, he's definitely in it. And so is Tony Collette and uh, Champ from Anchorman, as well as Conchata Farrell. R.I.P. Hmm. My movie starts off with the legend of the Krampus and the guy named Eric Claus buries his treasure and says, anybody who takes my treasure will be killed. Aaron Claus? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Krampus is German treasure. Y'all forgot about burned? that part of the movie and that he buried it in central Arizona, his treasures. Arizona? Wow. Wow, that's Maricopa County. That's a new one. <laughs> right, well, and then it flashes forward to the family part. Interesting. 
So Krampus begins. Uh, we get like a, a fun little um, no dialogue, just music, a little slow-mo a montage of people. They're holiday shopping. There's um, trampling and fighting. And it's a, it's a real fun time. It's kind of like Black Friday, I guess, in, in real life at like Walmart, any Walmart. And so that's the first scene. It really sets the, the tone for the movie. Uh, this isn't going to be a, necessarily like a pro Christmas joy movie. Yeah, there's too much maiming for it to be a pro joy Christmas movie. <laughs> it's too much maiming for it to be pro to- pro choice. <laughs> I mean, more maiming. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. The the beginning of the movie sets the tone, and I like it. It's it's uh it shows the, the the bad side, the greed, and and also just like the chaos of of the time, and it. But you know what? It also makes you fond of those days. <laughs> You could actually yeah. be in a store with a bunch of people. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, it's it's definitely, a, it reminds me of how chaotic the holidays used to be, not because we all could die at any moment. Yeah. And I do miss that for us. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you throw in that we don't have PSL. I mean, this is, can't th- it can't really get much worse. Tragic. <laughs> I mean, this snog is fine though, guys. It's, I don't know, there's no expiration date, but it should be good. It's a nog. There is a date. Let me see. It says does not expire. Interesting. Is this some kind of vegan shit? Maybe it is. Yeah. We cut from the little fun supermarket intro to the house of Adam Scott, Tony Collette, and their two kids. The son, Max. Uh, we learn real quick that he's all in on Christmas. He loves it. He's He had, he had actually gotten in a fight that day, I think, at school. Uh, because someone was, some older kid was saying that Santa Claus wasn't real. And he was like, you know, that riled him up. He's like, Santa is real. In fact, Max is so in love with Christmas that he, we see him um, writing a cute little note to Santa. I, I never know how old kids are supposed to be in movies, but I assumed he's too old <laughs> to be doing these things. Yeah, I think he's, well, I think he's like at least like a preteen, like at least like 11 to 12, supposedly. Yeah, it's a little old for, for to, Santa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I ever believed in Santa. Really? I don't think I did, no. I think my that's parents were always bad. like, yeah, Santa, you know, Santa's not real, but this dirt bike is, and that's why I became the leather-bound, you know, <laughs> motorcycle-riding badass I am then. You didn't, you didn't have a very magical childhood, did you? Oh, we did go to Disney every day. Every, every day? day. <laughs> that sounds kind of magical yeah we go to epcot every single day my after work my parents would go to epcot and uh mostly they'd hang out in germany actually so you know ironic that uh oh, that's where eric klaus is from who eric, eric klaus oh that hit his treasure at the beginning of the movie i was, I was genuinely so confused by your <laughs> Adam Scott and Tony Collette are, you know, they seem very pressed. Um, they're getting ready for their cousins to come over and spend the holidays with them. Uh, Tony Collette especially seems to not be looking forward to it. Max definitely is looking forward to it. Uh, they arrive and we find out that they're related to Champ from Anchorman. <laughs> Champ and his <laughs> wife brought their two. Um, I mean, really the only way to describe them, describe them as aggressive young lesbian daughters and their son, who seems to not um, be all there, to put it lightly, 
<laughs> and most importantly, they brought Aunt Dorothy, my favorite character in the whole movie. She's a drunk. I love her. <laughs> I can relate. Drunk. Yeah, you are pounding that nog back pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so the cousins. <laughs> eat, Sense is evil, I think. Hold on, let me see if I can relate to this dog. How about how about now? Better? evil i'm telling you how about that <laughs> how about that there's french no <laughs> i will submit that clip for our peabody reel did we restart the whole episode <laughs> <laughs> right away champ tries to outmask uh, adam scott and the toxic masculinity obviously passed down to his whole family uh the daughters immediately are trying to bully max and at, at Christmas dinner, or Christmas Eve dinner, maybe, I don't think it's actually Christmas yet, uh, they tell Max that Santa had a, his sleigh crashed in the mountains and he ate his reindeer to survive. And then even more egregious, they read his letter to Santa out loud. And um, they, they think it's a joke on him, but they read the full letter and it turns out to be a joke on them. It was a very sweet letter. It was very kind and sweet and... Yeah. Uh, his letter said that he wishes his sister and him can hang out more because he has no friends and he wishes his parents would fall in love again and that things weren't so hard for the cousin's family. And and what triggers the cousins is that he says he um, that the cousin's dad wishes the twin lesbians were boys. Which makes a lot of sense because they look like boys. Which honestly, I mean, he succeeded. You know, they are. Yeah. No. (laughs) They are probably like the best at like the woodworking competitions. They might be. Well, I mean, you know, they're wrestlers. Yeah, they are. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. They're in like Letterman jackets, even though they're in like middle school. What'd y'all think about the um, gratuitous boob shots in this movie? (laughs) Excuse me? You know, when, the, when the, the girl's getting out of the hot tub when she's naked. Uh, okay, we have to address this now. Like, <laughs> what did you watch? Yeah. First, you're talking, about, you're talking about Eric Krauss, and now you're talking about <laughs> young woman's breasts, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see Adam Scott's breasts. The acting something. was so bad, and there was people getting their heads chopped off. And the- <laughs> what? And the practical effects were terrible. I thought the effects were solid. Y'all forgot about the the boobs? How could you forget about that? There's one thing you need to know about Evil Al is Evil Al never forgets a good boob. And they were not in this move, babe. (laughs) (laughs) No boobs. There's people acting like boobs, but other than that, no. No boobs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's run into the forest. You watched Krampus from 2015, right? Krampus? Um, I think it was Krampus from 2016. There was like um, 10 or 15 Krampus movies. What? 
<laughs> you just chose one at random, or <laughs> you should make a spin wheel and put them all down there, and you just kind of picked whichever one it landed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this looks like Krampus. Yeah, oh, I, I think Krampus. I know. I know Final Girl Brie pretty well, and I think she just picked the one with the hottest dude mm. on the cover. Same. Yeah, I mean the Gosh, policeman. Was in it? The, the policeman was pretty hot. The policeman yeah. that comes out to rescue the naked girl in the hot tub. All right. Well, that didn't you know happen. That Not watch the same movie. <laughs> right. The cousins read his letter and, you know, Max gets pissed off, which is fair because it's a very personal letter. He goes up to his room. He rips it apart, says he hates Christmas. He's he's fully out on Christmas, which seems like a harsh 180 for him, but it's okay. He throws his um, ripped up letter into the wind and it rustles away, Force Gump style. Well, and then you definitely know that something's up because it was magical. Mm-hmm. For some reason. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The next day, uh, they learn that a mysterious snowman is in their yard, and it, it seems like there's like a full blown blizzard going on. Um, and and also just because things, you know, it needs to be more apparent that weird stuff's going on. There's a giant bag of gifts in a strange looking tattered Santa's bag <laughs> on their door, uh, and Champ and his wife, the, the cousins, uh, they're not cousins, but they're their cousins. <laughs> um, are like, how come the rich people always get the free shit? And they're like, yeah, they're probably Democrats. The daughter, I, I don't, like I said, I don't remember her name. The daughter says her boyfriend hasn't replied to her in a while. So she asks if she can go walk over because he only lives a little bit away in the neighborhood. Um, despite there being a full blown blizzard going on. Uh, and Adam Scott's like, yeah, go, go for it. And so she's walking and it's, it's, it, it's just like the most insane snowstorm. Um, clearly, you know, like full apocalypse mode. And she, she eventually runs into Krampus who's chilling on the roof and she thinks, uh Oh, this is not good. So she's running and Krampus is chasing her jumping from roof to roof casually. Uh, she eventually gets trapped under a car and there's a Jack in the box and it creepily starts to open itself. And that's when we just hear a loud growl and we assume, well, that's then her. When people first started watching, you know, when this first came out, like, did people know what Krampus was? I had no idea what Krampus was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a German sort of tale of the yeah. evil side of Santa. So, in Central um, Arizona. <laughs> That's where I got my camp counselor degree. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix Online. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix Arizona Online. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that part was really cool because you got to see the hooves. Like, mm-hmm. so it was kind of very creepy demon-like. So um, that was a fun part. And then, yeah, also the creepy, the creepy um, jack-in-the-box where you, you don't really know what came out. You just mm-hmm. see a little bit and then you see her scream and then that's it. So you don't know what's to come. And yeah. then they pull all the intestines out and chop his head off. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I I mean I kind of want to see your movie now. That actually sounds kind of better. Not gonna yeah. lie. Okay, I looked I looked I checked my history and I watched Krampus Unleashed. That's okay. the movie we were supposed to watch, right? No, nope. definitely not. No. <laughs> nope. Thanks for trying. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> oh, did Obama DM you and say you should watch Krampus Unleashed again? <laughs> He gave it four stars. <laughs> yes. See, because Michelle DM'd me and told me I should watch this one. They they famously do have a rivalry going where they uh, 
they try to get us to watch different movies and you know, <laughs> yeah. sabotage our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Scott and Champ <laughs> decide uh, after the daughter's been missing for a while that, you know, we should probably go look for her. And Adam Scott suggests, hey, can we maybe use your Hummer? And Champ, of course, is like, she can. Get, this Hummer can get through anything. And so they take the Hummer. And they get to the house of the, of the uh, daughter's boyfriend, and things are not right. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a pretty creepy scene. Like you come upon the house, doors open, they walk in, everything's frosted over. There's um, pieces of gingerbread cookie everywhere. It's like weird presents where presents shouldn't be. It's a little. It's a little. Um, uh, definitely something nefarious going on. And then they get into the living room. And they see that the fireplace is completely cracked down the middle. So they assume that there's been a gas explosion or something. Um, But that doesn't add up. You know, it's like a horror movie where everybody's trying to like find a reason, like a logical Mm -hmm. reason for things, for things, why they happen. So, Mm -hmm. but we know it's up. Yeah. This movie is like a horror movie in some ways. In some ways. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's a gingerbread with a knife through it, like hanging from the fridge. That yeah, yeah, straight through the through the heart of its little ginger heart. Poor gingerbread man, he didn't see it coming. <laughs> also, that's a that's a thick gingerbread man. I've only made a few gingerbread men in my life, and they were trash. <laughs> they were <laughs> they were garbage. That looks very cakey instead of cookie, right? Yeah, yeah. You buy into it like a cake. Mm-hmm. And another important thing from this scene too is they see the hoof, the hoof prints, and then I think like pretty soon, like right after maybe, is when they hear Beth screaming. Is apparently the daughter's name I wrote down, and so they that's when they chase after the voice, uh, not Christina Aguilera, but Beth, and that's when they kind of have their first encounter with the creatures. Um, and we don't really, I don't think we really get to see a creature at this time. But Champ gets dragged away. He gets attacked and dragged away. And Adam Scott saves the day, and then they look back, and the creature's kind of crawling around, like, through the snow. We can't see it. We can just kind of see, like, it's like a, a lump. A snow tremor. I like yeah. to think of a snow, snow tremor. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Reba McIntyre, yes. Snow tremor. Is she in Tremors? Yeah, she's in the yes. very first one. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, she has that And Kevin accent. Bacon, well. After they get attacked, they decide, let's get back home. So they head back to the Hummer, and oh, too bad, it's been destroyed. It's like on fire, uh, exploded. Uh, in the meantime, though, a little bit before this, we uh, they cut back to the house where the family's at, and they hear something on the roof. Um, I think it was Tony Collette who was kind of like, well, what's that? That doesn't sound good. And then, of course, Aunt Dorothy is like, oh, it's just squirrels. Uh, no, but- Tony Collette was saying it was squirrels. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like she's saying... Uh, no, it's not a squirrel. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Dorothy knows what's up. She like yeah, drunk. she knows what's up. Oh, okay. Sure. She got that whiskey premonition. <laughs> I love that. Whiskey she got that whiskey wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Scott and Champ return to the house, and um, Champ has been like bitten by whatever the heck it is, uh, and they decide, hey, you know, the best plan of action here is probably just stay here, uh, kind of fortifier position in the house uh champ decides you know i'll go ahead and take the first watch uh so you can go be with your family and just relax right. and, and and is this where grandma like she says like german grandma is like hey we need to keep this fire going i don't think did yeah. she say that at one yeah, point i think actually i think she did yeah yeah 
<clears throat> yeah, I think that's why um, he volunteers to take the first watch is to keep the fire going. Yes. But he he's trash and falls asleep, so... <laughs> <laughs> So as soon as the fire kind of starts uh, dwindling away through the chimney, uh, a gingerbread man appears on a hook and there's like bells attached to it to kind of make it, you know, jingle jangle. And that's when Champ's son, Fatty Magoo, wakes up and tries to uh, take a bite out of that gingerbread man when all of a sudden the gingerbread man looks up at his head wound, (laughs) the bite mark, screams and... and, uh, Fatty Magoo drops him and the gingerbread man kind of like wraps him up in chains and he gets dragged out that chimney. Oh, poor kid. Well, everybody tries to save the kid. Like, mm-hmm. and Tony Collette runs and goes. And that's when the adults finally see something crazy because she sees the gingerbread come at her. Yeah, finally. How big is the gingerbread? It's like a gingerbread. Yeah, he's thick. He's very strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're strong. Like the ginger dead man, like Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary oh, Busey, Busey is the is the ginger dead? Yeah. Wow, I'm learning so, so awesome. much. It's this the is... best. After the after the gingerbread attack, uh, that's when the whole family is kind of like, "Yep, yeah, something's going on. We need to uh, figure out what's going on here." And that's when Grandma, I think, or Omi or Oni or whatever her name is. Uh, finally breaks it down for them and reveals that she knows English this whole time. <laughs> and that she knew what the hell was going on the whole time, too. Uh, apparently, yeah. And that's when she kind of tells them uh, her backstory and her relation to Krampus. Yeah. And then we get a cool animation here, too, which I like. So here we come into this beautiful animation of um, Germany. Maybe during the war. I'm not too sure. Don't know the timeline. But it starts off with the grandma telling a story about, you know, she, the times were hard. There was no food. Um, she was just, everyone just like, it was like a Christmas time and everyone just like was not feeling the spirit, you know, because war and stuff. So people are fine over food and like the streets, everything like that. She's not feeling the Christmas thing. She goes back home. Same thing. No, no, her family's not giving her any Christmas, you know, holiday cheer, nothing like that. She's done with it. She's fed up throws her Santa Claus doll in the fire. She's like, I was about to say F Christmas, but she's a child. She won't say that. She's like, forget it. I'm done. And again, we see once the doll starts burning, little ashes start going up in the air. Reminiscence of when um, he ripped up his letter and the, like, uh, the bits flew into the air magically. Same thing with her fire. So then we come back, cut back. It's middle of the night. She thinks Santa Claus is there because she hears someone rustling through. Is it Santa Claus? No, it's not. It's Krampus there to give her her wish. Because what she wanted was just to be done with everything. She was done with her family, done with everybody. So Krampus was like, you know what? Wish granted. The door creaks open. She sees the shadows. She sees her father and her mother being taken away and just, you know, never heard from again. She's really sad, you know, obviously. She's an orphan now. She goes out to investigate. Same thing. Uh, Looks like there's a pipe spill. Or what was it? Uh, Gas leak. Chimneys exploded. Uh, She's telling her story, and she's like, hey, like, you know, once everything was done and said, a little jingle bell fell out from the uh, chimney to remind her. Because Kramps was like, this is a reminder of what you wished for and what you wanted. 
So now she has a jingle bell. Yeah. And it's like a very um, ornate, like it's like a, it's like as big as a child's hand. And I know that because Max um, takes it and it's like his whole hand and it's like a brass, like a, like a, what's it called? Not a, yeah. Yeah, but like uh, inscribed. It's like inscribed, and it says Krampus, Krampus. on it. I would yeah. pawn that. Honestly, that's some money. That's some yeah. German. I think that'd be worth something. That's some know. German folklore right there. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're gonna say they're they're gonna say German francs. I don't know. I don't know. They're francs. I don't know. They yeah, did. It's definitely euro. It's definitely it's euro. euro. <laughs> At this point in the movie is when the um the sisters. I don't remember their name. Uh, here, I think they hear Beth, or what sounds like Beth's voice in the attic, and that's when they go to investigate. Uh, it did not sound like her voice. Like these these girls are stupid because that sounded like some straight up. It sounded like a scary. like a shitty like tape recorded. Yeah, and then projected from like a megaphone. How much do we? How much do we see at this point? Do do we? They just get lured to the attic, and it's kind of off screen. We hear him scream. Is that kind of all that happens? On, on, well, we saw no. So so their mom was up there, right? Like their mom was up there. Like she's traumatized. She's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take all the presents up to the attic and rewrap them. I don't want the children to see this because the tree was on fire and all the scary stuff that happened with um, her son being dragged away. So mm. she's up there trying to make it better. And then she takes out the gifts that were in the funky Santa bag that was just left on the doorstep. And we see, uh-oh, what's going to happen there? And then she hears something and it kind of, she shakes the box and it makes the noise of the jack in the box. And that's when the girls, I think, heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were going to the bathroom because, what's her name? Aunt, she blew out Dorothy. the bathroom. Yeah, Aunt Dorothy blew out the <laughs> downstairs bathroom like a Juliana wow. fart. She blew it up. Love it. Yep. It's all that nog. Nog farts <laughs> will get you. They'll get you. Yeah. It's interesting that the Santa, uh, the Santa Claus uh, left his bag at their door in the same way Santa Claus left his nog at our door. I just find that an interesting parallel. I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure, you know. Ours is much. Ours is our nog is much less. You know, there's less repercussions for that than yeah. It's just it's just in that bag of cursed toys. So I think Santa left it. Yeah, we've been good. It's an S. Yeah, yeah, we've been good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, Yeah. it is is weird that the uh, the tree. It does look like it's surrounded, you know, by the galaxy. But you know, I haven't slept in five days, so maybe I'm just tired. It does look yeah. like the milk. Party, milk partying milk. all night does that to you. Yeah. I've been waking up at three every night, so it's kind of weird. PM. It's pretty late to wake up that late. Maybe it's just a reflection off the glow of the Nicolas Cage DVDs. That's true. Oh, that's true. 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 That, that's actually, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The fumes of that. <laughs> Probably again. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not good for our health. For it to be an indoor fire of DVDs and electronics. Yeah, it's fine. We can get some marshmallows. It'll be okay. Yeah, we should definitely eat from that smoke. <laughs> it's like a tire fire. It'll be fine. <laughs> so I guess the family... I guess... I guess the family hears the ruckus upstairs and they go to investigate. That's when they see 
finally we get the payoff of the Jack in the Box, and it's like this big monstrous Jack in the Box, and it's just kind of a. Once again, we bring a callback. Deborah Logan, these children, is just swallowing them whole. Uh, you can't but, escape the Deborah Logan. <laughs> in the attic, too. In the attic. Oh wow! Wow! Full full circle. Wow. And this Never is the last go episode. Away. We're haunted yeah. by it. We keep this picking a, films. Yeah, this is the last episode too. Coincidentally, so I mean, what a <laughs> note to end on. Made a recap. We end the, the podcast. <laughs> But in addition to the Jack in the Box, there's also a, a, a nice menagerie of other kind of possessed toys. There's like a little transformer robot thing that's kind of stabbing at them. Uh, there's like an evil angel, <laughs> satanic looking angel. There's uh, more gingerbread men. The bear. And, and yeah, the and bear. a demonic teddy bear. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Toy Story scary time in there. Very much like, you know, if those were live action. Yeah. Wait, Toy Story wasn't claymation. <laughs> I think it was animated to look like claymation. Wasn't it Tim Burton? No, no, no. Uh, no. no clowns. Not this. Well, I mean, the Jack in the Box kind of looks like a. The clown. Jack in the Box was a clown. Yeah, that kind yeah, of. It kind of does look a little. It looks a little like poltergeisty clown. Yeah. Like terrifier, terrifier, but a Jack in the Box. Oh, gosh, oh. They end up having this skirmish for a while. It's a really fun scene. I really like all these um, these creatures. It's all very nice, like practical effects. They look like actual possessed demonic toys, which I love. Uh, they end up... The fight eventually moves from upstairs in the attic to the living room. Uh, that's when Aunt Dorothy steps in and saves the day by shotgunning all of them in the, in the face, except for the jack-in-the-box. Uh they hear a noise outside and right when she's about to shoot the Jack in the box, uh, something breaks through the window and it's of course elves, evil elves. <laughs> and they take away Aunt Dorothy oh uh, and champ tries to save her, I think, and gets taken away too. Is that maybe what happens? They're fighting the champs also fighting the evil gingerbread man too. Yeah. Yeah. Those pop up. yeah champ. Yeah. Champ also has a fun little fight with the gingerbread man and he's shooting him. Um, I don't know. I love those gingerbread They're shooting men. the nail gun, which is fun. Yeah, yeah these things are vicious, these mm-hmm. uh, evil creatures. And Aunt Dorothy and Champ get taken away by evil elves, as we said, and the elves... No, Champ um, is still there. Isn't he? I thought he tries to, like, jump on her to stop her from being taken away and, like, gets dragged away, too. Could be wrong, though. It doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> Because <laughs> in the end, in the end, what happens is... And they that, take the baby. Yeah. And the elves um, surround the family, but they hear something. Uh, maybe it's like a howl, but we find out Krampus is there, and we know it's about to go down. Grandma decides um, she's the only one who's encountered him before, so to buy them time, she uh, locks herself, kind of barricades herself in the house, so they're forced to kind of leave this is where they have like their final showdown and they kind of all just get picked off one by one yeah. until Max is left alone in the ultimate showdown with Krampus. Uh, this is where he, since I mean, by this point, Max is fully aware this is his fault, which seems a little harsh, but <laughs> according to this story, it's his fault. And so he, you know, he knows it's because he lost his Christmas spirit and kind of said, I don't care anymore. And so he apologizes to Krampus and tells him he's sorry for losing his Christmas spirit, asks him to take him instead of his family. 
Uh, for a second, it seems like, oh yeah, Krampus is going to accept that. He seems like a, a rational uh, German man. Uh, but then all of a sudden he laughs and throws Max into hell. He's <laughs> like nine. and just... <laughs> well, Yeah, I like this. I like this ending because, you know, normally when you see, you know, films with kids, you think it's going to like wrap up into a happy ending or something. And they just go for it. And they're just like, no. <laughs> Krampus was like, yeah. nah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw you. Like, yeah. it should be bad. Yeah. He's, he's not a demon. He's just un- misunderstood, you know? No, nah, he's a demon. <laughs> Which I'm cool with. <laughs> oh, you're cool with that? Gotta be demoning. Demons be demoning. Mm-hmm. What'd you say about the baby? There's a baby. Oh, yeah, the baby. <laughs> yeah, he got the taken away. The elves took, took the baby. Do you think they raised him to be an elf? Yeah, that's what I Like thought. an elf, and he's... Big babies that's on his bottom. Like, <gasps> they raised him to be an elf. It's Will Ferrell. <laughs> yes. That baby becomes Will Ferrell. These movies are connected. <laughs> this is in the elf yes. extended universe, cinematic yep. universe. We figured it out. Mask gets thrown into hell, and we think, oh, okay, happy ending. I love it. <laughs> However, um, he wakes up the next day. It's incredibly bright, it's very heavenly. There's a white tint to everything. He looks outdoors and everything seems to be normal except for it's still like super frozen over. Um, So he goes downstairs. Everything seems to be in order for a few minutes. Everyone is opening gifts. Um, They're getting their gifts and reacting kind of as you'd expect them to, you know, Aunt Dorothy's very like, eh, whatever, I'm here. They all hate each other like they did before. Uh, but when Max opened his gift, it's, of course, Krampus's bell. And it seems like everyone kind of recognizes the bell and they're all like, oh, shit, we're all dead, aren't we? <laughs> or, or in like, or it's kind of like so, Christmas purgatory. Is kind of like yeah, and it's kind of like at the beginning, you're thinking like there's a lot of like um, references to other films in this movie. And this is kind of like a Christmas carol a little bit where he's waking up and he's like, Oh, I did it. Yay. I love my family. <laughs> it's all back to normal. Uh-huh. And ha ha, it's not. Yeah, it is very that. It, it's very that where you think like, oh, he learned his lesson and now, you know, things are going to be great. He's going to. But really, I guess like he already thought that. So I guess it wouldn't really be that big of a lesson because he already like loved Christmas and everything. Well, I think he was like, though, he was pretty upset. Like, that's the whole reason, like, he tore up. He was like, I don't want my family anymore. Yeah. Which is also kind of like Home Alone. (laughs) Like, like I wish my family wasn't here anymore. And the camera pans out, and it's revealed they're stuck in a snow globe in Krampus's, like, workshop and Christmas purgatory, I guess, is kind of what you describe it. Yeah. There's lots of snow globes, so we know that. He's taken a lot of souls and trapped them in snow globes. That just about wraps up our recap for Krampus. Uh, And now it's time for our next segment, Ack Ack or Whack Whack, where we give the movie a rating out of 10 Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker has. (laughs) I can redo that later if I need to. (laughs) (laughs) You got it, dude. All right. Well, Calamity Cat, what did you think of this movie? Oh, it's a fun movie. I um, really love it. And I'm going to give it an eight. An eight? Nice. That That's a Pierce Brosnan head. Anything above 
I think we established seven and a half is a Pierce Brosnan head. <laughs> uh, how about you, Camp Counselor Ben? What do you give it? Um, I'm going to give it a nine. I don't know. A it's nine, a really good wow. movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I love the story. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a favorite of mine. I watch it all year round, not just at Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not going to ask Final Girl Brie because you watched a different movie, apparently. Um, <laughs> and I rate Krampus Unleashed. Sure. What did you think of Krampus Unleashed? <laughs> I give it half a Sarah Jessica Parker head. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a Chihuahua head. <laughs> Chihuahua. <a> Chihuahua, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say for me, this movie, I, I think it's definitely one of my if not my favorite Christmas horror movie, I think it's just like a pretty solid movie all around. I think the effects are great. Um, it, in my opinion, at least it's, I think it's like a pretty creative concept uh, to have, you know, the toys in his bag come to life and attack them and ha- kind of reimagine Christmas elves. And I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's definitely, I think it holds up fairly well year to year. I think it's still entertaining at the very least. And I'd say, you know, solid eight. I give it a solid eight. The next segment is where we ask our dear camp counselor, Ben, what's in your camp bag this week? Hello, this is camp counselor Ben here, um, bringing you what's in my camp bag this week. So first we're going to start with the makings of a gingerbread man. Because what holiday is not complete without making some gingerbread men, you know? They're cute. They're thick. They're a little deadly. But other than that, it's fine. Next, we have some eggnog. Good old nog, Tino. (sighs) Get through the holidays with the family. Escape Krampus. You know, loosen up them bones there a little bit. Record a podcast. Record a podcast. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's the best. Um, Yeah. And the second, or that would be my third. The third thing we're going to bring is going to be a shotgun to shoot little gingerbread men once they come alive and try to hit me with the nail gun because that's rude as fuck. And third, uh, a Krampus bell because you can't go wrong without a Krampus bell. How are you going to call Krampus on Krampus Day? Christmas Day? (laughs) You need a Krampus bell? (laughs) So those are going to be my four items for my camp counselor bag. Um, Gingerbread makings. Yeah. Uh, um, I have a comment on your bag real quick. <clears throat> yeah, what about that? <laughs> so normally when we do this, you're it's a survival kit uh-huh. of what would would um kill our killer. Yeah, you're kind of summoning. And this week it seems like you're all about some Krampus. <laughs> you want Krampus to come. <laughs> Are you a Krampus this whole time? Uh, no, I want Krampus to come so I can get rid of him so we don't have to deal with this anymore. One and done. That's my that's my viewing. One and done. So what? your strategy this time is to attract the killer and then so you can get them, like you're trap, entrapping them, right? Yes, it's an entrapment. If you wanted Krampus here, wouldn't you just write a heartfelt letter and then rip it up and say, I hate my family and my friends and I hate Christmas and then throw it into the wind? Uh, I don't know how to write. Oh, uh, okay. Or I That's don't have true. stamps to send Your degree was here. only in swimming. So, I mean, that, uh, that uh, tracks. My degree was in CPR. Wait. Wait. 
stamp. I'm Wait. pretty sure Glenn. your degree was. Are you stamp canceler, Glenn? <laughs> no, I think the eggnog got to me. My degree from Phoenix, Arizona, was in swimming. Yeah, because you don't correct. want them, you don't want them to drown, and uh, their mom comes back to kill you in the first film. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I have a question about the bag, too. Uh-huh. Did they teach you gun safety at phoenix.com <laughs> online? <laughs> uh, no, I got my shooting degree from uh, Texas, where you just shoot anywhere and hope it hits somebody. Texas.com. Yes. <laughs> online. That's how you shoot <laughs> in <up>. Texas. <laughs> you just shoot away and hope it hits the person mm, you're aiming for. Yeah. You hope it hits the person you're aiming for. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the shotgun, you got kind of like a wide range of like what it can hit. So, and and we've established if you hit them, you'll know because they'll fly twelve feet into the air. That's yeah, right. We've established See? that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Better watch out. <laughs> Is that a th- are you threatening me on my own goddamn podcast? <laughs> no, that was just that was a warning. Better watch out. So yes, you are threatening me. <laughs> It wasn't a threat. It was a warning. Don't make me death becomes her. You're down these stairs. <laughs> oh, no. I will death becomes her. You're so quick. <laughs> Bitch. Don't death becomes her me, please. <laughs> All right. I will death becomes her you. And that's what's in his camp counselor bag this week. Normally, it's how we survive, but this time it's not. I don't know why. I don't write these things. <laughs> well, anyways, in any event, our next segment is... I think it might even be our last segment. Let me look at the, let me see. Let me flip through these notes. Hmm. Page flipping noise, page flipping noise. Yeah, this is the final segment uh, where we ask ourselves who would win in a battle between last week's killer and this week's killer. Last week's killer um, was the little boy from Better Watch Out. Uh, We can add beans in there too if we want. Why not? Uh, Versus Krampus and all his toys. And I think technically the elves don't count, but let's throw them in there too. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty easy uh, answer for all of us. I think we all kind of assume uh, little boy's got to die. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I thought Beans would have won on that one. Oh, you think Beans would win? Can you care to explain? Ben is just a Beans fan. I'm just going with the underdog here. I mean, I definitely know Krampus is, you know, going to suck him out the chimney, get him with that cookie, but... What? Like the little kid, like the little chubby one in this movie. Same thing. Suck that little boy up the chimney and then do what? <laughs> nah, like just get him with that cookie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is not a bad um, plot for a movie because I guarantee Luke from Better Watch Out hates Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So I would love to see that sequel remade, but Luke would get completely destroyed by, by I'd say yeah. even just one of the Transformers or maybe even that owl thing. Yeah, that chicken owl, not chicken angel. <laughs> well, I know about y'all, but that that eggnog <laughs> is making me feel not my best. I didn't know that the that we were on top of a rotating um, foundation where the where the the Airbnb is spinning. I don't know if anyone else notices outside is spinning. Um, I'm just seeing some weird colors. Like, yeah. is anybody mm-hmm. seeing that? Like, I'm seeing like a fuchsia and a chartreuse. The sky's oh, no. blue. The sky's yeah, blue but... to me, and I am colorblind, so that's weird. That up for the first Are we time outside? Aren't we on top of a mountain in I maybe we Africa? It's nighttime, y'all. Mm. The sun is so. Br- can we turn the sun off? 
It's really bright. I'm just very backwards here. I don't know what's what. Up is hey, down, in your back, right. we do that shotgun. I think maybe I should shoot that. No. That um, that you creature. Yeah, you definitely should handle the shotgun. Wait, Wait give me, what? What is that thing? What is in this nog? Hey, give me, give me that letter, please. The the the, the letter. Let me let me read. Okay, let me. The read letter it. S. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Unfolding noise. Unfolding noise. All right. <clears throat> it says uh, I'm pretty messed up, and let me see if I can read this. Maybe you'll let me join after you drink this bitch. S. What the hell? What? Oh, it's it's got like a scratch card. We can scratch the rest. You only scratched off the S. Oh my gosh! Let me scratch that. That's some very important information. T. Amp. Oh, Counselor no, Glenn no. again. Oh my god! What did he put in this? P.S. Hope you like ayahuasca, bitch. Ayahuasca. <laughs> Who the fuck is ayahuasca? Didn't go to school with her. <laughs> I hate but to say guys. I told you so, but I told you not to drink the porch dog. Nah. Now we're really never going to sleep. I know. And you'll never yeah. sleep again. Can't <laughs> 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 just for Glenn. Damn you! <laughs> Damn.